how can a poem be both simple and straightforward? In other words, give us an immediate hit of some kind of satisfying uh, insight or feeling or surprise. How can it be simple and straightforward and at the un and at the same time be unfathomable? <laughs> well, that is exactly the kind of question we like to ask here on Poetry, Passion, and Pleasure podcast with your host, Dale Byron. That's me. We're going to do today another one of our quick take uh, episodes, which is really one poem with multiple ways to use that poem. This is the place, the podcast, of course, where we often use poetry in non-traditional ways, and as we say, to help us with our timeless human needs. Okay, so let's dig right in. Here's the note I made and, and my thinking for today. In one sense, poetry is incredibly simple. Simple in the sense that you'll read a few lines or a stanza or two, uh, sometimes if it's, if it's a short poem, the whole poem, but you'll instantly get a kind of hit. You'll get um, it, you know, you'll get a hit and you'll feel it in your body. In fact, that's what a poem actually means. If somebody says, what does a poem mean? It means what it feels like inside your body when you take that poem in, when you step inside the poem. And um, uh, I was thinking that if you if you don't feel anything, if you don't feel grief, if you don't get a, a some kind of new insight, uh, you know, almost immediately, it might not be fully clear. In fact, oftentimes it's better if it's if it's just at the frontier edge of our understanding, that can be even more exciting. But if it doesn't give you joy and insight and especially surprise, something surprising, then we're going to simply put it down. Often we don't even finish reading the poem if we uh, if we're actually uh, frank about it. Um, however, however, a really good poem has this quality of inviting lots of us inside the poem to have our own unique experience. How can it do that? Well, that's unfathomable uh, is my point. And um, uh, how a single uh, poem can do that is stunningly unfathomable. In fact, in fact, a really good poem will lift right off the page. And even though words are kind of black and white, yes or no, you know, words, linear language, it can lift up off the page and do things that language ought not be able to do. Have you noticed? That's the one of the wonderful things about poetry. Okay, well, let's keep digging. I've got one poem, as we said, with our quick takes. Um, and it's a delicious, wonderful poem by a poet, Rebecca Del Rio. She's an American-born poet who now lives in Spain. What just an incredibly brilliant poet, talented. This poem is called Prescription for the Disillusioned. Prescription for the Disillusioned. It goes like this. Come new to this day. Come new to this day. Remove the rigid overcoat of experience. The notion of knowing the beliefs that cloud your vision. The beliefs that cloud your vision. Leave behind the stories of your life. Leave behind the stories of your life. Spit out the sour taste of unmet expectation. Let the stale scent of what ifs, what ifs, let that stale scent of what ifs waft back 
into the swamp of your useless fears. Arrive curious, arrive curious, without the armor of certainty, the plans and planned results of the life you've imagined. Live the life, live the life that chooses you. Live the life. Let those words sink in, please. Live the life that chooses you. New every breath, new every breath, every blink of your astonished eyes. Again, the amazing poet Rebecca Del Rio. Now, to follow up on our theme, let's look at this poem through a simple, straightforward, I call it the simplicity lens. And the note I made for myself is, um, on one level, the hit that we get immediately when we uh, work with a poem, this particular poem, to have compassion for yourself. Start again each moment, the poem is telling us, each hour, each day. Live the life that chooses you, is the way the protagonist in the poem put it. Live the life that chooses you. What permission, what compassion is in that line? You know, not the imagined life, not the what ifs the poem describes, not all those shoulds that we should have done, but the life that actually chooses us. What compassion, what simple compassion. Of course, the front, uh, this frontier place, uh, uh, as I was thinking, and, and uh, my note says, can also be a little scary. And the poem uh, reminds us of that. And uh, because leaving behind our stories, as the poem says, is both simple. It's simple and straightforward. We understand what it means to leave behind our stories, because often we've told these stories to ourselves over and over again. And many times those stories, have you noticed, are not very helpful and not very compassionate for ourselves, for ourselves. And uh, so doing that can be both uh, amazingly enlivening, but it can also be challenging. But we get that. That's This is the simplicity lens. Now let's talk, same poem, the un, let's use the unfathomable lens. So uh, here's the note I made for myself. So she talks about a rigid overcoat. Your rigid overcoat of experience is totally unique in your own. So when you step into that poem, when I step into that poem and I see something like rigid overcoat uh, of experiences, right? I have a sense. Those are my experiences. I have an immediate felt sense of what she's talking about because we all have those experiences that we've turned into a kind of rigid overcoat, but yet they're totally different for each of us. They're unique. Um, your nation of knowing, that's a beautiful line she uses. Your nation of knowing, that is also your own. And of course, your stories are wildly and wonderfully your own, as we've already mentioned, uh, as is the way you remember and tell them, which we said as well. Um, just ask, I was thinking about this, just ask a sibling about a big event in your family's history. And you will see <laughs> that we all, even if we were literally there at the same time in the same event with, you know, sharing much of the same DNA and genetics, <laughs> we still see things, feel things, experience things 
tell stories about things that are different. So this is unfathomable how a poem, which is just a story without the boring parts, how a story poem can have us uh, experiencing something and all of us um, uh, experiencing something different. Oh, by the way, you might also ask your significant other about a, a recent uh, disagreement you had, if both of you are seeing that disagreement in the same way. <laughs> I hope if you made up well, uh, that, you know, you possibly are seeing it the same, but you know what I'm talking about. We often don't see it the same way. If I asked a thousand people to step into something, this poem talks about curiosity. And, and if I asked a thousand people to step into a word like curiosity, what does that mean in your life? Well, you would have totally different answer or at least a radically different answer than a thousand other people, because it's your version of curiosity. It's your life, your stories. So how can a poem a wonderful poem, be both simple and straightforward, give us immediate hits, immediate gifts, immediate surprises, immediate insights, feelings. It does that. If it's a great poem, it does that. But it's also unfathomable in the sense that all of us step into a poem, a good poem, and have our own unique experience. That's magic. Okay. We've come to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for your listening ear. Um, comment, uh, like the post, send it to someone else that you think might enjoy it. And um, in the meantime, until next poems uh, or poem, uh, please take good care of yourself. And also, if you can, take good care of someone else. <laughs>